0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Grow Cheese and Rosé, where we discuss all things that don't blend, but pairs really well. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is Season 1, Episode 5, titled Conflict and Conflicted. We're going to talk about everything centered around conflict resolution, conflict within Um, communication styles within relationships, family, even conflict within ourselves. This is definitely a conversation that you want to be a part of, and I'm super excited about who I have with me today. My homie, Ty Will. Yo, yo! Thank you for joining me.
1: Glad to be on, man. You know, it's good.
0: Yes, I'm excited about today. Um, I'm a big advocate of knowing how to resolve conflict. I think it's um, important to know if there's a difference in you know, women and men, and women resolving conflict. If there's a difference of communication styles, you know, like what is it as it relates to resolving conflict? So I want you to introduce yourself before we kind of get into the conversation and tell sure. the people about yourself.
1: Well, people, listen up carefully. This is your boy Ty Will again. I am a local entrepreneur here in Columbia, South Carolina. I've been in Columbia this year actually makes uh, 20 years that I've been in Columbia, so wow. I can. Officially say that I'm a resident of Columbia, <laughs> South Carolina. I, think I am so. a, Yeah, man. So I'm a uh, media specialist. I do photography, videography. I am an influencer on social media, so I'm an ambassador for a couple of companies. I'm a private barber, so I have a private atmosphere for my upscale clients. Wow. I have a nonprofit organization that caters to uh, male men, young and old, just teaching them etiquette, professionalism, and how to be better. It's called Established Gent. So. Uh, just kind of doing some things. Uh, and I'm a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Talk about well. your podcast. So the, the name podcast, of your podcast. Yeah. The podcast that I have is called Check This Out. Again, it's catering to black men. It's pretty much black male therapy, mm. uh, black male microphone therapy. Let's I say love that. It. You love that? Thank oh, you. I love that. Yeah. So that's that's kind of new. I started back in February. Just released first episode, maybe March. So. Yeah, right with you, Brit. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. Yeah, um, I've listened to all of the episodes, <laughs> and it's amazing. So um, we're going to talk about resolving conflict. So yep. I kind of want you to get started, because before we started this, you were talking about there's five areas or five levels to resolving conflict. So talk to the people.
1: Right. So I do a lot of research um, on topics that I may be discussing or a part of, just so I can have some type of knowledge base. So yeah. this is just helpful to understand like the different methods of, of uh, conflict resolution, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So one is avoiding conflict. Okay. The other is competing in conflict. Mm. Third one, accommodating, com- being accommodating in conflict. Okay. Fourth, collaborating in conflict. And the last is compromising in the midst of conflict.
0: So what was the fourth one?
1: Fourth one is collaborating.
0: Collaborating, I thought yeah. so.
1: Okay. So you got avoiding, competing, accommodating, collaborating, and compromising.
0: Where do you think majority of the people um, migrate to and out of those five?
1: Competing. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Competing. I mean, it's just you got different types of personalities: um, passive, assertive, aggressive. For sure. So it's just based on that person. And uh, most times when you're "Quote unquote conflict. Mm-hmm. If it's two different type people, you're yeah. going to clash, and it's going to be a conflict. For so, sure. yeah, I would definitely say you're going to try to compete. You're going to you want your point to get made. Mm-hmm. You want your point to be the point that's made yeah. and that's remembered forever, the same as the other person. Yeah. So until that's resolved, then you're not going.
0: And I also think it's important for us to remember that in conflict, there's emotion. Yes. So it's different than like okay, you have an opinion and I have an opinion, right? right? in conflict emotions are risen to another level no, so whole another level
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and high, because yeah. now there's friction like you just talked about there's friction yes. which creates another emotion as well right so i'm trying to get you to understand not just what i'm saying but how i feel mm. and sometimes people don't know how to articulate how they feel but only through anger yes so you get what I'm saying? Yes, so do. then, you know, when I talked about or when I asked, you know, is a difference between women and men in how we try to resolve conflict? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it may look all the same because conflict may look like anger right. <laughs> on, on both, both sides, yeah. on both parties. Yep. So then how do you actually move from competing to, you know, collaborating?
1: Mm. One, one thing mm-hmm. I would do. And it's all based on your maturity level. For sure. Let's keep the common sense in there. Yes. So it's based on your maturity level. If I, let's say we experience conflict. One thing I've learned to do is to go back to the root of the issue. To say, okay, well, where did this, where did we go wrong at some point? Where did we disagree without understanding that at some point we had to agree to disagree? Yep. Where did we at some point or another Say, okay, well, my way is the right way Mm -hmm. and yours is questionable. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. And then the third thing I would say is uh, at what stage were we in Mm -hmm. when those decisions or that conflict occurred? For sure. Because that makes a difference because I can be at the, let's just, I'm just making this all up. I can be at a peak place in my life, in my career, financially, uh, just stability overall, Yeah, and I see no conflict. But if I'm with someone, especially in a relationship, I may be doing too much, so it becomes a conflict. Conflict, yeah. So now I'm like, okay. well, what's the problem, baby? Let's <laughs> let's talk about it. You know what I mean? No, I'm going for one. I'm coming off. Yes, I'm giving you the vibe that I want to talk, but I'm already coming in at a competing mindset because no, this is what you met when you first met me
0: exactly and I'm not changing not, I'm it I'm not changing so we have a problem yes <laughs> <laughs> or, ra- or rather you have a you problem you have a problem and you gotta step it up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so okay I have a question mm-hmm. do you think avoiding conflict is ever necessary
1: yes because this is just a personal perspective mm-hmm. personal opinion for sure I think avoiding conflict is necessary because there's a time and place for everything yep. so again based on the timing of everything mm-hmm. we may have to say okay well I understand that's an issue for you right now but let's let's give this some time This this way you can think some yeah. more I can think some more we can be in a free space mm-hmm. so that when we come back to the table mm-hmm. we can now come back maybe more accommodating to one another okay i feel like that is. i would agree yeah
0: i think you know to avoid there there's a healthy side of avoiding something right so if you know for example something really simple if you know that a car is is slightly coming over into your lane Mm -hmm. you're going to swerve over to avoid from getting into an accident you're not just going to keep driving ahead and just think that they're going to go ahead and move it's almost like kind of having I think there's maturity in knowing when to avoid. Yes. And knowing when to say, now is not the time for us to dive into this or for us to focus on this. We need to actually sit down and have a conversation because now is not it. Even in the midst of um high level emotion, mm. it's okay to avoid. It's okay to say, hey. Let's stop for a second. Mm-hmm. Now is not the time for us to have this argument. Now is not the time for us to do this, whether it's the kids or whether it's we're in public mm-hmm. or whether the emotions are just erratic and we can't really listen to
1: each other. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? I do
1: get what you're saying. And even in that, let's go back to the car analogy. I love that analogy because I can be in my two-lane road. I can be in my far yes. right lane mm-hmm. and you're in your in the left lane yep. and I could be distracted.
0: Very that's good.
1: And when you come over, I don't see it, so I don't move. So yeah. now you hit me. Now yeah. this is competing mode. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah. We just jump from yeah. one mode
1: to another. Yeah. But techni- technically, we, we both probably were distracted because yeah. unless you intentionally came in and said, let me bump him a little For bit sure. just, to, just to get his, get his attention, yeah. most, of, most of the times that's not going to happen. But if you're distracted and I'm distracted, we're going to bump heads yeah. at some point. So it's going to be conflict. Depending on how we come at each other to realize, okay, well, how did I get hit? What were you doing when you got hit? I was gonna hit? say that, yep. I was on my cell phone. What were you doing? Well... A misunderstanding. A misunderstanding. It's a whole other podcast right Exactly. <laughs> <About
0: yourself. laughs> it really is. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you are... When you really talk things out, mm-hmm. you start to realize, okay, what I thought you thought... Right. Really isn't the case. Which... And I'm going to, you know, take a little limb out here. Take the limb, right? I think almost competing might not be bad. Mm. So let's kind of, let's, let yeah, me walk down, down my land. thoughts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Walk down the lane now.
0: So when you're an athlete and you compete mm. against somebody who's greater than you or different than you, it challenges you to be at your best.
1: Good. Ooh. I see
0: you
1: <laughs> This is good. So you find out
0: things you find out your weaknesses in competing with somebody who's different than you. Mm-hmm. So if let's say it's track and feel, yeah. right? Let's say it's the 100. And so my, I'm great at maintaining my speed, but I'm not great out the gate. And so I compete with somebody who's great out the gate, but they're not great at maintaining their speed. Mm. I learn something by watching them and competing with them and being aggravated with them. The fact that they come out the gate strong, But then I have to work extra hard to come out the gate. Mm. So the irritation may come from the fact that you just do something different than me better. Mm. Not necessarily that it's going against me. It's just that you do the opposite of what I do differently. So therefore, now I feel like I have to compete with you differently versus learn from you.
1: Ooh. Ooh,
0: That's good. That's good. So it just made me think that now I think there's, you know, when you think about these five things that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. there's healthy... There's healthy and toxic versions yes. of both ends, right? So if right. we think about competing, because being competitive isn't bad, right Being competitive means that I want to operate at my best to win mm-hmm. So yes, within a relationship or within the confines of business or a partnership or whatever the case may be, everything isn't about winning, but if I realize that me being irritated by something that you do great at is a learning is a learning curve for me. Yeah. I maybe won't feel like I need to bash you across the head in competition mode in order to win. It's more so I win by learning.
1: Mm. And while while you're learning, you're also being accommodated to. Yes, there So it makes go. sense. They they flow into one another. <laughs> they when do you think flow. about a team, I, I relate it to track and field, but also related to basketball. That's one of my mm. favorite sports. Okay. And I think about Kobe was my favorite player, mm-hmm. uh, rest his soul. But even though. He was the star, the franchise player. Mm-hmm. He had teammates mm-hmm. yes. that had to he had to accommodate. For sure. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, And we're competing against another team. Yes. But if we're on the same team yeah. and being That's that this good. is a relationship. I like yep, I like it. Then, yeah, I'm the <laughs> star player. But at times, I do have to pass you the ball yeah. and trust that you're going to make the same shot that I know I can make. <laughs> okay. that, let me throw that, that in that. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let 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 throw that. That you threw that in can there for make, sure. I can yeah. make the shot. Yeah. But let me... Oh, we practiced together for, you know, for sure. all week, but now, yeah. boom, I can make it, but I'm going to give it to you. Now you got to prove yeah. that you can make it. So and al- competing.
0: Oh, sorry. And also I was thinking about that same Kobe passing it to the teammate. Maybe I'm in a position that I can't make the shot where you are. There you go. Right. So yeah. I'm at a different scope. Yes. I'm at a different perspective on the court. That I can't get to where you are and you are there. So I have to trust that because you're there. Because if I was there, like you said, if I was there, I would make the shot, right? But from where I am and where the ball is now located or where the problem is now located Mm -hmm. or where the ideal or the understanding is Mm -hmm. now located, you see it at a different angle.
1: Yes, that's That's,
0: good. That is good right That's really good stuff. Because now the basketball becomes the issue. Yes. Now the ball becomes the issue. So where did it land?
1: Where did it land? Wow. I, I was thinking, th- this just came to me. This is like an epiphany. But my mentor, he and his wife, uh, I won't even call their names. Well, I should call them, <laughs> But I'm not. But okay. people that know me know that this, this couple is a mentor mm-hmm. uh, group to me. So they say key things all the time that I'm really taking heed in. F- for one, they met me when I was first married. Okay. Right. So I met them with my first wife. I'm not married right now, but when I was married, I'm trying to make this clear. <laughs> I got when I was you. married, they met me then. Okay. Okay. And they, I believe they gravitated to who I was, mm-hmm. not just because I was married. Yeah. You know, we met in a married uh, environment. Yeah. They said, okay, something about Ty. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, man, something about these two, individually and collectively. Gotcha. One thing that they say is you got to know that both of us are on stage. Okay. So both of us have the ball going back to basketball. Yeah. But we know when to pass it to each other and when not. And he says all the time, man, sometimes I gotta know when it's her turn to be on stage. Yes. I'm on stage. I'm just on the backside. You can't see me right now, you just see her. Yeah. But when she comes off the stage, That's good. she knows that I'm on her team. That's good. And vice versa. You gotta know your place on stage, but just know the key thing is that we're both on stage. So That's we're good. not competing. All right, we're accommodating. One another, even if I'm backstage, and again you're upstage, um, compromising as well. Yeah. So collaborating, all of those kind of all of it match. Yeah.
0: And to be, and to be quite honest, you can be in different stages, or you can be in a stage where all of them make yes. sense, right? Yes. All of them are being used, and I think you know you talked about passing. They always talk about the player. That has the ability to see all dynamics of the game mm-hmm. and of the court at a fast pace, has, at a fast pace, has, high, has a high IQ what? of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So which means I have to study it. I have to study and understand how this actually functions. And I have to know my strengths yes. because if I know I'm not the greatest shooter, but I'm a great passer, and I'm great at making sure that the assists and people are where they are. And right. I'm great at seeing angles. Right. Then I have to, I have to operate in that, which means that I have to study that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of times we don't study each other, even in conflict and even in resolving resolu- or in resolving issues mm-hmm. because we get frustrated at the fact that we even have this issue. Yes. So we get stuck. Right. It's like we get stuck on the fact that we have this issue and not the fact that it's human. We're two people, whether you're married, relationship, business partnership, friendship, or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. Anytime that you have two or more people, Mm -hmm. there is bringing in different cultures, mindsets, perspectives, ideas upbringings. When I grew up, you know, maybe we were, you know, my mom was really good at like talking things out. You Mm -hmm. know, you can express yourself and you can say the things that you need to say respectfully. Mm -hmm. My father was, when I say that's it, everybody shut up. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So if I took my mom's approach and I encounter you as a man that I'm getting to know or that I'm dating or I'm in business with, and you came from when I say that's it, Mm -hmm.
1: you avoided everything
0: you avoided being heard and you had a father who taught you that and that's what you saw or a mother who taught you that mm-hmm. we already clashed from the beginning and from the beginning. So we have to learn that. We yep. have to understand that.
1: One thing you do, we talk <clears throat> about you just went back to the root mm. of the issue. So yeah. when you go back to the root. I just did a, a podcast a while ago called Daddy Issues. Yeah. So for me, before I get married again, these are things that I put in place individually. I've gone back to the root. sure my issues, so when I think about my my uh, problems in life with people, whether that be former marriage, friends, family, relatives, it doesn't matter. I'm focusing on Ty. How am I going to make Ty better? And that's by going back to the root of how I was raised. For sure. Realizing was it right or wrong? Can I take some good from this? I'm definitely going to take the bad and try to increase in it to make it better. So now, like you just did, you went back to the root of the situation. If I'm dating somebody, let's say I'm dating you, now we've got to say, okay, well, you were raised this way, I was raised this way. But even though I was raised that way, that's not my story that's now. That's it. So I'm rewriting the story. <laughs> For sure. And I've learned in the past 20 years that, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, <laughs> we <mercy>. good. <laughs> Master's <laughs> button quick. <laughs> we good. That in the, in the past 20 years, mm-hmm. Me being around better families, better communicators, better people, uh, people that were in better relationships. I've gleaned from that. I opened myself up enough to say, okay, well, hey, that's what I came from. But there has to be something better. So now I take that, like I talked about earlier when I said I've been in Columbia for 20 years. Mm -hmm. My 20 years has taught me uh, so much uh, prior to you know, based on what I experienced before sure. the 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That 13, 14 years, or 18 years rather, is totally different. So my 20 years outweighs what I learned my first 18 years. Yes. And that's what I'm focusing on as far as trying to be better, compromising, <laughs> collaborating, yes. even still avoiding some situations. Yep. And, you know, um, what else I said? Accommodating and competing. All those things now take a major role in my next moves in life, whether that be again, relationship or business. Yeah. So, which
0: is maturity. And we go back to that word maturity. It really takes maturity to identify there is a root problem. And that sometimes the issue that you are dealing with currently isn't really the issue, right? It's the root of the matter, right? right? So it takes maturity to know and to really stop, which is where you can apply avoiding. Hey, let's stop for a second yeah. because I don't think we're really talking about this. Right. I, th- I think I'm speaking. I think my 11 year old is speaking yeah, to you. Do you good. get what I'm saying? I cool. think, I don't think it's the 35 year old that's talking to you right now mm-hmm. because this doesn't really make sense to the 35 year old, mm-hmm. but it makes sense and it irritates the 11 year old in me. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So now, saying. so now let's just pause for a second. And then there's also, so that's the healthy side of like we talked about of, pausing or avoiding mm-hmm. but then the unhealthy the toxic side is that i don't want i feel uncomfortable letting the 11 year old talk mm. i feel uncomfortable so therefore the 11 because this let's just think about an 11 year old 11 year old really doesn't know is not mature enough to understand and to deal with conflict Right. they're just they're just not kids are not really de- i mean their brain isn't even fully developed mm-hmm. so if you think about that I'm going to avoid because I don't like the way it makes me feel. There you go. Because in conflict, you have to address the conflict. You have to address and you have to articulate how you feel about a matter. And sometimes that makes people very uncomfortable. And so people who know how to kind of look themselves in the mirror, like Michael Jackson said, you know what I'm saying? The man in the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. It's Some people know how to face that person and some people don't. And a lot of it has to do with, I mean, not to go super deep, but the little girl the little boy hasn't grown up that's good
1: yeah and i mean you that's mm. a whole you it's so many podcasts that are yeah. coming out of this podcast <laughs> it is yeah for because sure. you think about the i think about the 11 year old me man yeah. i think and then i think about the 11 year old uh my sister at 11 years yeah. old yeah thinking about my cousins at 11 years old i know some of my cousins were molested mm-hmm. at 11 years old yeah. and they never talked about it even in their 38 40 year
0: yeah, a living.
1: Mm-hmm. So their brain is set different. They may still be. Let's not to discredit who they are, or sure. how they think, but they may still act and have reflections of the eleven year old. So they may still be avoiding it and trying to cover it up with relationships.
0: So think about family dynamics. Mm-hmm. White family. There's a lot of families. Let's just talk about our culture. Black families. Right. There's a lot of discord. Yes. In our family, there's a lot of a bickering. Lot. Yes, there's a closeness because we were we understood that we had to stick together yeah. right at all costs we got to stick together if Master come out here and beat our ass yeah. we still got <laughs> to stick together you know what i'm saying yeah. we got to stick together i know you slept with my husband but we still got to you know what i'm saying we got to stick together yeah. so then you carry that in generations but then here it is we're sitting at a table i literally see it visually i'm sitting at a table with my cousins and with my aunts who are anywhere between 30s and 40s and 60s and yeah. 70s but we're physically sitting at the table at 30s, 40s, 60s, and 70s, but from a soul perspective and from an issue point of view, we're 14, mm. 17, 13, 9, five and all of these issues are literally sitting at the table so here it is we got a whole lot of conflict in the family but we don't know how to discuss it because there's a whole bunch of preteens and adolescents sitting at the table and not grown-ass people oh my goodness that just wow and and literally it stems because, you know, they say in crisis, you know, there's you leaders rise to the, you know, rise to the occasion. And then you have the people even with, you know, with the quarantine that we're in right now, you know, they say crisis is really pulls out the best or the worst in people. Right. Yes, yeah. So here it is. You have conflict and it brings out the best or the worst in good, people.
1: Good, good. Because
0: for me, I know when any when pressure or conflict arise, I, am, I operate at my best. Mm-hmm. I've always known that about myself. However, there's other people. It brings out the worst because they don't know how to function, mm. and so I mean, you think about family, business, all of these things come up, conflict happens, and it's almost like, well, did the best of the worst come out?
1: Wow, that's, that's, <laughs> man, that's, that, that's well spoken of, though, man. Like how you broke that down
0: as far as the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: that's because I think thinking.
0: about my I think about my mother's side of the family. So there's um, nine of them and seven are women, two uncles, like Mm -hmm. two men. And so I remember I was probably about 16 or 17 and they had a family meeting. So all of the cousins had to go out. It was just the nine Mm -hmm. that were talking. And, you know, of course, we're all kind of like trying to listen in. You got older cousins trying to, you know, go outside grandma's house and listen by the window, you know, to try to hear what's going on. And literally, you kept hearing them talk about things that happened 30 Mm. and 40 years ago. And so it wasn't that that was still happening. Like, you know, certain family secrets that get swept under the rug, so to speak. That wasn't happening right now. What happened is it got swept under the rug and it was never dealt with. And so... And so nobody could heal from it. So now you have all of these people who are sitting at 60s and 70s talking about something that was 40 years years ago. Mm. But they're talking about it not from a 70-year-old perspective. They're still the 14-year-old. So how can... And we just talked about it. A child, their brain isn't fully developed. They're not processing. So Mm. if we... So, okay, here it is. Ooh, this is really good. So... At 70, my brain is fully developed, but my soul isn't. Mm.
1: (laughs) What in the world? My brain is fully developed, but my soul isn't.
0: So my ability to process and understand emotions (laughs) and to understand what is happening within me is not developed. That's not mature, but my brain is. But I needed my brain at 14 in order to comprehend what I needed in my soul. Oh my gosh. Man, listen. So we're talking about conflict resolution. Yeah. But as we can see and as you said, this goes so many different aisles yeah. into more conversation that needs to happen. Because we think it's just the issue that's on the table. Mm-hmm. And it's not the issue on the table. So yeah, we can avoid, we can compromise, or we can collaborate, mm-hmm. we can... Um, Oh, my gosh. Accommodate.
1: Accommodate. Compromise. We said that. Compete. Compete. We
0: can do all of those things. Right. Which there's healthy. Like we said before, there's healthy and and there's toxic ways. But if we're not dealing with the root, all of those things really don't they don't really fall into place the way they need to
1: where they need to. That's good.
0: They don't fall in place like we need to. So it's almost like reading a great book and having the information, but then not knowing how to apply it because you don't have the capacity to apply it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And how many people <laughs> walk around with a whole lot of information?
1: Don't know how to apply it.
0: And don't know how to apply it.
1: Well, so you're helping me, and I'm kind of like <laughs> shudderly quiet yes. because I'm thinking about the 14 year old Ty. Gotcha. And, I, and you take me back to another episode that I did again Mm. called daddy issues Mm -hmm. and I related to going back I even asked the question I said guys just think back to the bad times when you were a child Mm. and how did you react we never think about that we don't We never think about it and what I've done even in even in doing uh, even during that episode I thought about it and I even heard my tone change because I went back to the 11 or 14 year old time like ah that bothered me And now I feel it at 38, 39 years old. But like you just said, even in this quarantine time, I could take the time to point fingers and say, well, my daddy didn't do that. My mom didn't do that. And I might have pointed fingers. Mm -hmm. But now how am I going to resolve it? Yes. So one way I'm resolving it is like during this time I've been going home a lot. Okay. Not even telling the family why, but just going back to say, okay, well, hey, let me, yeah. let me get into some minds, <laughs> you know. And I always <laughs> ask my cousins, like, man, you know, how was it growing up, man? This, and they always say, man, Ty used to do this. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. All they think about is the good times. But I'm thinking about, are you going to mention that bad time? Or are you going to mention that your daddy messed with my sister? Or that she yep. stuck in her room? Or mm-hmm. that we used to steal like, out my purse and she never knew. And now yeah. she did. Now we can't tell her. Yeah. Those things. So for me... To be healthier in my next 50 years of living. For sure. Plus, mm-hmm. hopefully, Lord. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we call it. <laughs> yeah, we call it.
1: I've got to go back to the root, even if that's physically going back, looking people in the eye and asking specific questions, admitting where I'm at if that yeah, comes up. For sure. But then ho- hoping that they can compromise collaborate with me there you go on the same and say you know what Ty? Yeah, we didn't do that or this happened and we did sweep it under the roof you know what I mean yeah but if I go back to my aunt that might be 60 now hopefully I can catch her brain and soul at 60 there you go and not catch her physically 60 but mentally 14
0: yeah that's good you
1: know what I'm saying that's good so you got and me what thinking. I
0: like about what you just brought up that we haven't talked about yet is conflict within mm-hmm. yourself yeah Right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a resolve of conflict within an individual, within us as people yes. that we have to do as well. It's not just conflict resolution within relationships or business and partnership and all of these things that we talked about. There is a conflict that happens with us yes. because we are the 14 and the 35-year-old yes. within one person that's fighting with each other, yes. right? Yes. So then how do we resolve that conflict, which <clears throat> sometimes is a challenge, For people, because you don't want to face what you feel, you Mm -hmm. don't want to face grandma being gone, and I did some things that were not, you know what I'm saying, that grandma wouldn't be pleased of, or you know I did some things with my father, or my father did some things to me, and now he's gone, or now we're you know estranged or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. There's certain things that you don't want to deal with, and that's conflict within yourself. Yeah, and so really. All of these same things still apply. Still apply. You avoid. There you go. You um, compromise. Mm -hmm. You collaborate. You, what were the other two? Compromise, Compromise, collaborate, collaborate.
1: avoid. Oh man, let me go back. I skipped some stuff. But
0: there's, you know, there's those things still apply within an individual resolving conflict within themselves. Right. Like it doesn't matter. It's not just you know for relationship, and sometimes it is really difficult to go back to the person that caused the conflict.
1: Mm. You own something, Brittany. <laughs>
0: it's it's challenging to go back because let's. I'm the I'm the little girl. So I'm. Let's just say, and this this has not this hasn't happened to me, but I have friends that this was their story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am. 37 Mm -hmm. so I'm 37 well I'll be 30 me but anyways let's just say I'm 37 yeah and at seven years old my uncle molested me Mm -hmm. so at 37 I decide I'm going to resolve this conflict this this friction in me that keeps me at a place of not knowing and understanding love Mm -hmm. so I know I have the jewels and the keys and all of these things to be a great wife and to be lovable but at the same time There's this seven-year-old me that won't allow the 37-year-old me to be loved. Yeah. Right? So my uncle's still alive and I decide I'm going to confront the conflict. Yeah. (laughs) Now, mind you, he may be 58,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? He may be 58 but what am I catching? It's kind of like what you say, you know, when you, end, when you confront your aunt, are you catching her at 60 and 60? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then also even at 60 or at 58, are you well enough to discuss what you caused in me? Mm. Do you really want to talk about, so then what happens then with conflict? Because now I came out of avoiding, now i came out of competing like competing with myself and being Mm -hmm. angry with myself or thinking that something was wrong with me now i'm actually stepping out and i'm trying to compromise and i'm trying to now collaborate and and get some and accommodate and now get some understanding what does that look like Mm. and that's tough because the seven-year-old is really coming to you and say why me Mm. why did you do that
1: yeah this is some deep stuff. Yeah, it. And how do you explain yourself? And how do
0: you explain yourself? Because <laughs> how do you explain yourself to a seven? Because I don't really, because see, this is what happens. My uncle sees the 37-year-old sitting at the table, but it's really the 7-year-old that's like, why Firing did you? Yeah. yeah. So you talking to me, well, that's a long time ago. No, it's today because mm-hmm. I'm 7 today. Yes, 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 yes. I'm 7 talking to you.
1: And then let me, let me challenge that too, Britt, because you're, say I'm the uncle. Mm-hmm. I'm 65. Yeah. You're 37. Mm-hmm. I was 30-something when I touched you yep. at 7.
0: Right.
1: I see you at 37. But then when I asked that question, well, what you talking about? That was then. No, I'm coming to you at the seven. It may even take me back. Yes. To say, oh. Yeah. So it could go both ways. You're sure. Let's be real. That's true. Yeah. It could go both ways. Yeah. I got an uncle right now and I don't even mind sharing this, man, that molested my cousins, my sister, all of them. Wow. But he and I can shake up hands right now. I can go down there and shake his hand. He's going to have a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, talk good to me too. Love you. Love you, man.
0: Yeah.
1: But at the back of my mind, I know what you did. Yep. How I'm handling it is totally different, totally different than <laughs> how they're gonna handle for it. Sure. For sure. Why? Because it didn't happen to me. Yep. Even though it's my sister and my cousins, we all had different relationships growing up. So, and I I saw the the uncle that provided for me. I, I lived with him. Mm-hmm. He provided for me, gave me money, let me hold his trucks. Yeah. I, I ain't saw that. You saw the good. Yeah. You right? saw the good version. So now it's your side. Versus his side. But obviously there is some truth to that. For sure. But how would it look? Going back to what you just said. If I snap him back into that mindset that he was in then.
0: Yeah. But let's let's talk about that for a second. Is it... Is it really snapping back? Hmm. Let me process what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm thinking, you just said snap back, right? Yep. So... If he's 65 and now, I, now I have to snap you back to 37, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now I got to take you back yeah. in a moment that maybe you've grown and developed from. Did you really grow and develop from because you didn't come back and talk to me? There we go.
1: So if he, if he didn't come back, back, if I didn't come back to talk to you. Cause you know what you did. I know what I did. <laughs> if you take me back there, my mind is now, okay, well you've been seven there, but you're a grown woman now.
0: Exactly. So why are we still harping? Yeah.
1: Why are on we that? still harping? Or I'm trying to take you somewhere else too. Ah. So you're 37 now. You fully developed. Ooh. You just took me back. Dirty old man. And if I didn't deal with it. Yeah.
0: It's still there. It's still in me. It's still in me. It was me. lying
1: dormant. But you just woke that man back up. Because I didn't manage stress quickly. Mm. And remain calm and alert to it. I forgot it. I avoided it mm-hmm. for so long that now it's dormant. It's like it's dormant. It's yeah. not dead. It's yeah. just lying dormant. All right? And I don't know how to control my emotions and behavior because I have avoided it for so long. Yeah. But when you take me back to it, just like for me, I love candy. But if I don't see it, I'm good. Yeah. But if you take me to a candy store, it's like, "Oh, gummy bears." For sure. Yeah, and I get a bag full and I take it to the cash register, that's $13.65. Okay, cool. <laughs> I know it's bad for me, but I want it because I saw it again.
0: Yeah. And, you know, so I was just thinking, this is where I believe the importance of prayer is really necessary. There we go. Right? So, and now it takes me to, because those are things that you cannot control. No. And I just did a podcast before about um, being able to... Uh, focus on the things that you can control and the things that you cannot like we we worry and we're afraid of things that we can't control. Right. But then we negate we neglect the things that we can control. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyways, if we think about that, I can't control if I wake something up in you mm-hmm. or and I can't control whether you have gotten to a place that you are 65 and 65. soul, land spirit, you know, mind, body, spirit type thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But God can yes and so and I speak from a place of I want to be clear about this that I feel like all conflict majority of conflict should be confronted yes within time and within reason there you go right I don't yeah. care if it's within your soul or if it's within a conversation within business within yourself within a relationship friendship it doesn't matter I think conflict should be addressed mm-hmm. within time and within reason I believe that prayer should cover the comp should cover the timing of in when in when you deliver or present conflict. Does that make that sense? makes sense. Because God has a way of preparing hearts and minds of people prior to you arriving. Mm-hmm. Whether it happens or not, or maybe you just needed him to be back to that place and it triggered whatever the case may be. And you needed the competition within you to say, am I going to still forgive mm-hmm. and grow up yeah. and move because I did my part?
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: So I think... That in the process of us dealing and confronting with conflict, we do need to invite... I mean, God wants to be in every aspect of our mm-hmm. lives, right? But prayer is so important because it does things that we can't do. It just puts things out in the atmosphere, you know, whether it's God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe or feel, it puts things out into a space, into an energy, and then it starts to attract, Mm -hmm. it starts to magnate, you know, call things to it. So if I'm saying, Hey, prepare the conversation between Ty and I, because I have to confront something with, with you and I about our friendship and I have to confront something, I have to say some things. If I pray that on Monday and our conversation is Wednesday, that means from Monday to Wednesday, I'm allowing the universe and the Mm -hmm. energy and the space and God to Control and maneuver whatever needs to be maneuvered from a soul <laughs> from a soul aspect to prepare the conversation that when I come to you with my conflict it may not be resolved in that moment, right. but it may start
1: yes That's do you good. get what I'm saying Real good and so
0: there's things that we can't control within resolving conflict we can focus on these things we can understand and I think everybody should read. You know, the difference is it five stages or five levels, five strategies, five strategies of five strategies of resolving conflict or five Mm -hmm. strategies of conflict of confronting conflict. I think it's beneficial for us to know that and to be aware of that and knowing which one we should tap in at a particular time, At a
1: particular time, because all of them do have their time, even though they may roll into one another that you have to have it has to have, have its own time. And I like how you use that, though, like because you could pray about it Monday and then the universe of God deals with me. Between Monday night, Tuesday, For and sure. then, even if He don't deal with me Wednesday, but we talk, he's yes, dealing with me. Still. He's still dealing, still dealing with me. So because there's still a trick. Sorry, go nah, ahead. that's good. It's, it's still a it's still a transaction that has to take place. So if I am open enough and mature enough, then these things, then, then the energy will flow accordingly. Sure. I always I love to use the phrase, and it's biblical as well, but there's a prepared place for prepared people. So mm, I prepared yeah. my mind, my body, even if my life is going extremely well, no issues, but then randomly say Brittany comes and, okay, Ty, I know this happened two years ago. I'm like, man, okay, that was two years ago, but I'm in a good place right now yeah. to talk about it. But if you would have caught me in a bad place, whereas, uh, you know, I'm, I got a lot of debt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, my
1: wife acting up like yeah. that. Everything ain't looking right. I ain't got no gas in my car. I don't yeah. want to hear nothing you got to say, right? Yeah. Now. So timing is all. Or if you didn't pray about it and the timing was off in my life, now you're talking about another level of conflict. Yep. Where, yeah, for you personally, you're trying to heal, but then. I ain't ready to heal. I, I No. Yeah. So now you come to me. It's like, it's, it's going to make, it probably has the potential to even bother you or bother your healing.
0: Mm. Instead of
1: healing it, That's it good. can make it sore. Again. Yeah. So.
0: So I was just thinking while you were talking and we're going to finish up mm-hmm. with this. So I went to the store months ago because I wanted to create some tags with magnets and I never knew because I never had to buy magnets, magnets, that, there's different weight. So there's different strengths, right? Because there's different weights that can be, that can hold it. Yes. Right? So when you think about, depending upon how weighty the conflict is, matters to the magnet of the, like the strength of the magnet. Good. So if we talked about prayer and allowing things to be attracted to it, which means it has to have some type of magnetic draw. Mm -hmm. You may... Have prayed on Monday, but the weight of what you're dealing with needs more time.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> that's good.
0: So we get kind of, and this goes across the board. This actually just kind of makes me think about things across the board as far as prayer. Mm-hmm. We we pray for a million dollars, or we pray for the business to be this. We pray for a husband. We pray for a wife. Yeah, and we prayed, but what's happening within us? the magnet of Ooh. what we, the magnet and the timing is not ready to be drawn Ooh. to it. Now it doesn't mean that the magnet isn't working, it's just working at a slower, slower pace. Yeah. So the more I resolve in me, the more I become healthy, the more I pray, the more I surrender, the more all of these things happen, the strength of my magnet becomes stronger to handle the weight of what I'm requesting. Come
1: on, clap. you
0: you just made me think about that because you think about like you know when we pray things yes we're putting it in the atmosphere and then god takes it but then there's also the law of attraction Mm -hmm. when we put something into the atmosphere and when we become who we are we allow whatever it is, something in us becomes a magnet. It's almost like when you step into your calling, when you realize like, this is what I'm meant to do, you know, you're, you are phenomenal at photography. Thank you, man. Your eye is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. When you stepped into that, not the, I think I'm going to try this out and see how this and look. Not that tie. I'm talking about the tie who knows that he's an expert mm-hmm. in it, right? When that happens, there's a strength that it ha- There's an increase in your magnet that happened.
1: Oh, good. Really? Look, let me okay. You're make me buy another magnet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, because
0: now you draw a different type of quality to you and a different type of presence to you and a different type of things because now you've accepted and you've walked in. It doesn't mean that you didn't have a magnet when you started. Right. It's just the strength was point five. Mm. But now you're at, I even think about the commando strips. They even have weight for the commando strips. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, yeah. 0.5 and then they have 16 pounds. I think it goes yeah. all the way up to 16 pounds. Now you're at 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. The weight that you can hold right now is at 16 pounds versus <laughs> 0.5 when you started. Yeah. So anyways, this has been a now you got some more. All
1: right, so, I, I mean, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, because we talk about prayer. Of course, we, we both have spiritual backgrounds. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we don't have traditional backgrounds Yeah, anywhere. we don't, no. But the Bible even talks about, I believe it's Hebrews 12 and 1. Oh, we're quoting. Yeah, just... <laughs> stuff <I grew> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> so it talks about laying aside every weight. Yes. And I'll paraphrase it. That so easily distracts or mm. just throws you off. Yep. Right, so if we know... Uh, it, let me paraphrase again. If I know that I'm a 16-pounder, I ain't prepared for the 24, but I've been carrying a 24. And it's holding me down because it's, it's distracting me yes. in my 16. Yep. So let me just not throw it away. and just lay it to the side a little bit because I got goals and I'm going to hit that 24. But until I maximize this 16, then I, you know what I'm saying? But trying to, trying to maximize the 16 pound with the 24 in my right hand. So I got my cannon. 5D Mark IV in my left hand and then I got the newest camera yeah. that I ain't even studied yet in my right hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm a photographer. Well, shoot me. Shoot me with that camera in the right hand. No, no, I got to shoot you with the left hand right now <laughs> until, I, until I get... The, why you got that
0: camera in your right hand? Then? Yeah.
1: That's the weight.
0: You got to put it down. You got to put it down.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: And so the difference between the 16 and the 24 is 8 pounds. Yes. So knowing what's holding you back, knowing how to filter and cipher through what actually is in the 16 pound, like what's in my capacity right now. Mm -hmm. And this is a different, Oh, this is another podcast, but this is, this talks about conflict as well. Knowing what should be focused on right now, because that eight pounds may not be allotted or accumulated in the 16. So which one It like, where should I, where should my attention be? Where is it coming from? Yeah. Because how do you know which camera you should use? How do you know which one is the 16 and the eight pounds? Mm. Do you, you get what I'm saying? So it really takes, and we go back to this quarantine. You know, I was even talking to a friend of mine last night. There's something that happens in stillness.
1: Yeah.
0: Stillness reveals a lot of things about yourself. So even when you talked about, you know, you confronting things with yourself, well, you ain't got nobody else to talk to and blame it on. Nobody
1: (laughs) But Tyrus.
0: That's it. (laughs) You don't have anything to focus on. So it's, it's really knowing how do we become better people at dealing with conflict mm-hmm. and knowing that there's even steps to resolution. There's timing to resolution that sometimes the first step is you just talking about it or admitting that there is a problem, yes. so to speak, or yes. that there is conflict within me or there's conflict in the situation. And so where do we go from here? Yes. And you know, you think about with anything, Sometimes it, it, it does take time. Yep. It takes time to resolve, but the thing is that you're starting it. And so this is just a conversation to really just get us to think more about the fact that, first of all, conflict is okay. It's okay. Conflict is actually really good. Yeah, totally. Because sometimes it irritates greatness out of you. Mm. And it's okay for things to happen that, that you aren't happy with. Because it brings something more out of you that you weren't expecting, good right. or bad. Right. Sometimes you need the bad to come out to you're like, mm-hmm.
1: ooh, I didn't there realize. You go. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking. Like, you, you need that good and bad because yeah. it's a science to it all. For sure. And just like, you know, we people debate about, you know, whether there's a God or not. Regardless of it, there is a science to it all. For sure. It can prove both ways. Yes. So conf- conflict resolution, there's a science to it all individually yes. on how you deal with it. Based on your experience.
0: Yeah. And it takes maturity. Yeah. We go back to that word. It yeah. takes maturity to really understand and to really dive into starting the the steps and yes. the strategies of resolving conflict. So, man, Ty, I really appreciate you. Come on, pound it, it up. I yeah. really appreciate this conversation. This, this has been a good, good conversation. I'm going to steal hey. this from mine. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Brett. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Hey, if you guys know someone that can use um, this information or that you guys just felt like it did something to you, it helped you look at things differently. I want you to share this podcast um, because this is all things, you know, that don't blend, but it pairs well. We think that, you know, conflict and how it deals with our business or our relationships or with ourselves doesn't blend well. But when you speak about it in a way that uh, that makes it that you're able to break it down and really understand how when I do this, when I do that, it really pairs really well to make you into a better person. And so again, I thank you for listening to Grilled Cheese and Rosé, where we talk about all things that don't blend but pairs well. Please share, share, share. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Grilled Cheese and Rose. If this is your first time with me, you can find me on social media at Nicole, and you can visit my website, meetbrittanynicole.me. I'm giving away free stuff every single week. All you have to do is go to my website, meetbrittanynicole.me, click on the link that says free stuff, type in your name and your email address, and you're in there. From there, I'm going to send you free stuff every single week. So be sure to share this episode and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, love and evolution.